Alright, so that was the Wonder Woman theme tune. And the reason we played that was because this week we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman here on Small Screens Film Club, hosted at London Fields Radio. Um, we'd like to thank, once again, London Fields Radio for having us on. Uh, our very first episode for London Fields was last week, and this week it's Wonder Woman. What the hell is this thing? The lasso of Hestia compels you to reveal the truth. But it's really hot. What is your mission? Whoever you are, you are in more danger than you think. What is your mission? I am a... I am a spy! I'm a spy. I'm a spy. So my guest with me once again is the Wonder Woman herself, <laughs> Alessia. How are you, Alessia? Hi, I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I am very good myself. My voice is a bit deeper than usual because I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah, I'm sorry about I've that. Got a bit of a cold. Maybe it's no, I think it's hay fever. It's hay fever season, so everyone's sneezing and sniffling a bit. But uh, no, we went to see Wonder Woman last night. Yay! Uh, IMAX and IMAX 3D went to yeah. see it at uh, Leicester Square. That so, was good. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna see if you're gonna see one of these uh, superhero movies, you might as well see them in IMAX. I mean, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot. Of, it I, is. I would say it would be as good in, in a normal cinema. Yeah, but the, these a lot of these films are made specifically to be seen in, in that kind of format. I yeah, think. Yeah, but so, I mean, some bullets. You see some bullets coming over you, but yeah. it's about I mean, it. I suppose, I suppose if you think about it, like a, a movie, a movie I, I'd seen before in IMAX 3D was uh, Doctor Strange, and that was very much kind of made for that kind of format. This film, probably not so much. No, I don't but, think um, so. Well, Wonder, Wonder Woman's been coming for a while now. We first were we were first introduced to Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in Batman vs Superman, which I don't think you've seen. No, I haven't. No. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't because apparently it was really bad, so I didn't well, really bother. Well, that, this, this is the, uh, the current state of the DCEU. Before this film, I'd say, was a bit... Um, left a lot to be desired, let's say. Uh, so before this, we'd had uh, Man of Steel, uh, Batman vs Superman, and then I think one of the worst superheroes, uh, superhero films ever made, Suicide Squad. Oh, which, that I didn't see either because apparently I, it was really bad I as well. It was, was really awful. Yeah. But... Um, this film, I'm happy to. I'm happy to say personally, I found it much more enjoyable than any other film in the in the uh, DCU. What did What did you think? I think it was really good, and I am so happy it was good because if it was bad, it would have been so bad because it's the first kind of like female superhero movie, and the director is a is a woman as well, and it would have been very bad if it was bad. Well. I think you. I think you are right. It was not not only an important film for the DCU, but also an important film in terms of superhero movies because it's the very first superhero film to to really feature a female superhero. Yeah. So before, I mean, DC kind of beat Marvel to the punch with this one with Wonder Woman. Before uh, DC going to um, DC announced this a while back. Uh, Marvel are now doing their own uh, kind of female-led superhero film with Captain Marvel, but that's going to come out afterwards. Yeah, but it's also not just about superheroes, it's about just fem films in general. You yeah. don't really have yeah. female, strong female leads in, in general in yeah. the film industry, so starting with um, a superhero movie, I think it was particularly great, mm. because in general, you know, it's the, 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 the films that are more uh, consumed by the public. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That was so really shall, good. Shall we set the scene? So, so for this Wonder Woman film, we're going to... Without like, spoiling. We're going to try not to spoil anything, but um, basically... Well, it, it is a kind of origin story about, about Wonder Woman, the beginning of Wonder Woman. So it's before, before she, was, she eventually became Wonder Woman, she was Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Um, she's a trained warrior. So a lot, of this, a lot of the beginning bits of this film are going through her, her training from being very, a very cute young girl, she's so adorable yeah. as a little girl, uh, to uh, becoming... Wonder Woman. <laughs> becoming Wonder Woman. Um, there's a, uh, a pilot crashes on this on their islands that I can't remember the name of the island. It's really annoying. It's really, it was really a difficult name. I to say. It's an absolutely uh, beautiful island, uh, c- completely cut off from the rest of the world. It's meant to be uh, created there. Well, it was created by Zeus, especially to be sheltered by the rest of the world, so that they wouldn't find this. Uh, the Amazon. The Amazons, which is a, a, a tribe, well, not really a tribe, but a people, just just a women, just a f- female yeah, warriors. <laughs> and um, Diana Prince is the, well, Diana, she's the princess, and she's very much kept uh, a secret, really, because she's the daughter of Zeus. She was sculpted by clay <laughs> and brought to life by Zeus. Yeah. Um, I think so there's a lot of mythology going on yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I liked. I really liked that it started, like, like with this... Yeah, mythological story about you know Zeus and the Amazon, Mm. the Amazons, and yeah, it was. I think it was really cool. So basically, a a plane crashes on the islands and and brings forth the very first man that that uh, Diana's ever met uh, in Chris Pine. Uh, his character is called Steve Trevor. Yeah, I have to say, not bad for like a first. Well, there, there's quite there's quite a funny gag in it where he claims that he's above average <laughs> in terms of the male species. He's not. It's he's not, he's not true. He's definitely not below average. I think he made he made most of the men in the audience feel a bit uh, <laughs> below. Below average. Below a average. lot below average. Um, he's um, he's a he's a fine specimen of a man. And uh, I think um, <laughs> Diana obviously thinks so as well because uh, there's, there's, there is a bit of a love story between the two of them going on. We, you know that's going to happen for the minute, very minute yeah. that's, that Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt, Chris, Chris Pine, Pine uh, lands, you know, lands on the island. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the scene of Wonder Woman. That's basically what happens without giving everything away. But these films very much follow a generic kind of plot. You know, it's all about especially if it's a if it's an origins film you're going to have the moment where she finally becomes a fully fledged wonder woman and that happens here and she has to fight people and and a lot of it is about her you know that that she's told this story about how ares the 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 god of war uh, kind of corrupted man and then zeus defeated him and then he's still out there somewhere so one you know one day diana will have to become wonder woman in order to stop ares well, so she doesn't know that she thinks there is a, a weapon that she has, that, yeah. and that's going to yeah. be the thing that's yeah. going to kill the god. It's, one one thing I, I particularly loved about this film was actually watch, watching... Well, first of all, Gal Gadot. Okay, I, think, I think she's brilliant. From the very moment I saw her in Batman vs Superman, she was the, one of the best things about that film. And she's not a big name. So she's not, she's not like a... She's not the no. most well-known actress. She probably she will be now one of yeah. them. But before this film and before Batman vs Superman, she'd only really been in a few films. She was in one of the Fast and Furious movies before that. Um, she's not she's not a household name. But what, I don't I don't see anybody else like I couldn't imagine anybody else doing it. No. Um, now that she's done it, I think yeah. I think she's 
shown Even that she is Even just like physically, yeah, yeah. like just the, the face. I don't know, the, the face of Wonder Woman. I can't see anybody else now doing yeah. it. Well, she's definitely, she's definitely got the, I think, the, the role down, kind of down to a T, hasn't she, really? She's, mm. she's perfect for the role. And uh, she demonstrated that in, a very sh- in her very short kind of cameo in BBS, Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's shown that again here. And, and, it, and it really, now, for me, she's become uh, DC's most interesting on-screen superhero. Uh, you've got, you know, you've got... One, one thing I would say about these films is they're actually quite well cast. So you've got um, Ben Affleck playing Batman, who I think is great as Batman. Uh, Henry Cavill... Superman, eh, you know, I think he's the right look. I think they've written his character really poorly, but that's not his fault. That's um, the writer's fault. But um, what, what I'm, I'm hoping with this film now is it's going to show, it's, it's kind of starting a trend of um, more almost light-hearted uh, DC films. This is a very funny film. There are lots of moments, especially between Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor, that her kind of naivety is really quite funny and, and the way he reacts to her it's, I, I really enjoyed it. There are lots of laughs in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a, the first part of the film is more like about laughing, and the second part is more about like the actual action of. It's also it's also one of the most um, kind of light. Not not just lighter as in tone, but also visually. It's the first part of the film is just set in a beautiful location, yeah. which is very bright, very vibrant. Lots of waterfalls everywhere on this island. Yeah, it's I wouldn't like, want to leave. I don't know. Why I know. She I don't know left. why Diana wants to leave. Really, <laughs> thank God you just live there for the rest of your life and yeah. be very, very happy. It's probably uh, you know based on Corsica, like Sardinia or something. I, you know, I don't know where they filmed it, but wherever they did, they must have filmed somewhere. Like it yeah. might, couldn't have all been in a studio. I don't know. I think know. bits of it were, but um, it just looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. And uh, it does eventually kind of go into. Oh wait a second! They filmed in Italy. We know what. They, that's what they say. They film in Italy. And oh, you, in Paris. You said, you said no, last. it wasn't that. Like I was looking at the at the end at the names, and there were a lot of Italians' of names. Of course, they filmed and in then, Italy. And then I no, I checked. Like it's <laughs> like, oh, that's why it's so many Italians' names yeah. in the you know in the role afterwards. Just, just in case you don't know, Alessia is Italian. <laughs> just in <laughs> so case did, did, you didn't understand that. <laughs> they probably they probably filmed in maybe Sardinia or probably. Yeah, yeah it, probably. I, I haven't checked that, but uh, it certainly looks like that kind of that kind of part of the world. Yeah. Uh, it could easily be on a Greek island somewhere. It's like it's very, very picturesque, mm. and it's. But but then eventually, unfortunately, like all of these films do, and they end up in a great big, you know, battle at the end, which is very dark. Yeah. Um, and you know, you kind of wish that they would get away from that. Like Marvel have done something quite interesting, is that they're, they're trying more and more to get away from that. This the kind of stereotypical dark, dingy fight at the end yeah, of the but movie. She has to fight. You know, yeah, she has to, yeah, she has like to fight somebody. We're not going to say who she yeah. fights because that would give everything away. But um, as as all these films, Batman vs Superman was probably one of the worst examples of this. The, the last kind of half hour of the film is just is just CGI nonsense. Yeah, but and, the thing uh, is that if she didn't fight, it wouldn't be fair because it would have been yeah. the only like yeah, and it's, it's, superhero it's more, movie where yeah. nobody fights, and that's not that's not. It's supposed to be kind yeah, of the people same. Yeah, people do want to see a fight when you think of a superhero film. But you could, there are ways of doing it differently. And, and I think this film did kind of fall into that trap a bit of, of becoming a bit of a CGI kind of 
mess at the end, really. Yeah, but it There's is. lots of slow motion. There is a lot of slow of motion. I, kind of, I, I do enjoy slow yeah. motion. <laughs> well, one, thing I, one thing I do really like about Wonder Woman especially is the way that they've decided to do the choreography for the fight scenes. So Wonder Woman fights unlike anything else, anything else in the DCU and actually anything else you've ever seen on screen because she's using, um, she's using her, her shield, she's constantly using her... Uh, lasso of truth which is what it's called <laughs> which actually that does bring up some wonderfully funny moments especially with Chris yeah, Pine yeah, yeah, yeah. because he can't you know you can't lie with it and he's a, he's a spy so he's desperately trying to lie <laughs> and it's just it's so painful and he, he does that really well he does that kind of comedy aspect yeah, really really they're well they're both really good um, I, I think that there's also she uses her sword and you know she it's just a different way of, of fighting and it's different it's nice to see that on screen it's like a lot of it before now has been very kind of lots of fists and lots of yeah, yeah lots of men and kind of tos- yeah, testosterone heavy fights that's seeing, the point yeah but seeing Sometimes Gal Gadot need, like. yeah but seeing Gal Gadot kick butt and in a very different way is really mm-hmm. quite refreshing mm-hmm. and it's something that that I think they if if so if Jeff Johns in it, and the movie's directed by Patty Jenkins, actually the very first movie, the comic book movie to ever be directed by a woman, um, which is another reason why this, I think this film is, is particularly uh, important. important. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's actually awful that this is the first one. It's like, it's taken this long to be, though originally, I think Thor The Dark World was going to be directed by a female director, but she dropped out. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but it's just like, um, it's, it's, it's a long time coming and it's so good that this movie is good. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's good that it's the first superhero, woman superhero and a, with a woman director, but hopefully it won't be, it won't, it won't be the last because if yeah. it is, it's going to be equally sad because it doesn't it, mean, I mean, it doesn't mean that women can only direct women leads. No. So yeah, no, hopefully it, it, it will. It won't be. It, it won't be the last. It will. It will hopefully start a, a big trend. I mean, there are there are plenty of female directors out there that could do it. I mean, you've got um, Catherine Bigelow that is a very accomplished director and she, you know, Oscar nominated director, and she could very easily make uh, a really really captivating comic book film. Uh, there lo- there are loads of women directors out there that could do it. It's just for some reason a lot of these. A lot of these big companies tend to prefer going for people like Zack Snyder, which I, I mean, I have you know, no disrespect to Zack Snyder, but he's not, you know, he visually he's a very striking director, but he's, he's not able to make captivating films like this one. I think if, if Zack Snyder directed Wonder Woman, it would have been a very, very different movie, very dark, quite bleak, whereas Patty Jenkins kind of opened it up to be more, more about more about one you learn more about Wonder Woman as a, as a person you, you learn it's, it's more it's a trajectory it's, a, it's her journey which is really another interesting it's a more light hearted film uh, it's the films before this have all been about kind of it's like heroes trying to kind of come to terms it's like what why am what am I doing like it's very kind of depressing and and in a kind of a lot of Batman kind of mo- very moody Batman very moody Superman this is different this is she Wonder Woman is an actual proper hero she just wants to go out and save people yeah and also it's different because she's kind of like made for it in the sense that I really like the fact that we learn a lot about the Amazons as well mm. and we see them as a group and it, basically all the first part of the movie is like learning what an Amazon is and why are they there and what it's kind of a lesson in like 
Greek mythology, yeah, really. Yeah, definitely is, yeah. Which I, I personally really like. Because it's, re- it's, it's really quite captivating, Greek yeah. mythology. There's a reason why it's stood the test of time, because they're great stories. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's everything you want in, in, uh, in, in Greek mythology and the way, that, the way that Wonder Woman plays upon that and, and the way that they use... They, they, they certainly cherry-pick, you know, the, the most interesting bits of, uh, of Greek mythology. You, know, you, you want to you want to know you want to know about Zeus. You want to know about Ares. You want to you don't want to. Uh, they might end up. The next films will probably start talking about Hades, which should be interesting. I think. He the is, next he, Wonder Woman, you mean? The next Wonder Woman film. I think they'll probably visit the underworld. Oh, will they? <laughs> to a certain extent, I would love to see that. But then again, that's that's probably veering into kind of dark territory again, which you probably don't want to go Not into. Not necessarily. It would be very interesting to yeah. go. Uh, you could you could do uh, kind of Dante's Inferno yeah. sort of type stuff, which would be pretty cool. But it's 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 opened it's opened up, I think, the DCU to a much uh, a very different area. It's moving moving away from the the dark and depressing nature of Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and 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 Suicide Squad. It's the, these these three films I find just they, they I couldn't I couldn't. I couldn't cope with a lot of them. They're really long as well. Couldn't cope. That's one th- actually another thing, another interesting point about Wonder Woman. It didn't feel very long. No, it didn't. I, I, I wasn't bored at all. I don't even the, know how long it was, actually. I think it's a bit over two hours. But, um, I mean, it didn't it is, feel it, like it. It didn't feel like it. It kind of rushed, you know, flew by. And, it's really um, pretty. It's a really pretty movie as well. Yeah, so. and it's... Uh, so, should I, I'll start asking you the three questions then. Go ahead. So, how did this movie make you feel? Um always interested in what was happening actually like there wasn't a dull moment in the sense that um, even though you kind of it kind of follows the same um, you know the same things that you find in all the movies so the love story and the fight and and everything in between but it starts really nicely with the story of this incredible picture of this island and the story of Amazons and then it kind of goes from there and it's kind of like two different stories you know is yeah it's, it's always interesting like all the two hours long yeah it, made, it, it, it definitely made me feel happy I think watch, yeah. watching all of this watching the way it started yeah that's true actually it doesn't feel it doesn't make you feel like it's not a heavy movie no. it's not hate you can't, it kind of like you can't really feel hate and stuff like that it's, it's a proper kind of comic book it's a comic book flick like, like of, it's a happy one though it's one it's, it's something that it's supposed to be it's supposed to be yeah. enjoyable even when when she fights and when they fight and it's still like it's just like the perp you can never you always see her purpose you ha- that's always in the, sen- the center of attention the purpose that she has to kind of save the world and make you know like at the end the world that will end up all the old I don't know what yeah. like, you know. I mean I, I did I did have certain there were certain problems I had with it I mean as I said like the end was a bit it did go veer into kind of just the typical kind of CGI fight at the end but also there one, yeah, one there's no way you can't make you you have to make it incredible because yeah. there are two gods fighting yeah so but it it's can't not, be it's just you know oh I'll punch you yeah, yeah I, I mean uh, the, there are certain things I mean I, I understand a lot of Wonder Woman does say she there's a lot of moments where she's like I need to save these people 
but by saving these people that she says are innocent, they're all, they're all kind of British or American fighters set in the First World War. So I didn't actually mention that. She, she ends up going to the front, and, but she's very happy to go and beat up and kill a lot of Germans who, who they that themselves... Is not, she's not like... She's not happy about it. I wouldn't say she's happy. Yeah, but she wants to do it. I mean, yeah. She, I mean, in, in, in order to... She's, she thinks she's, she's fighting the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. She which, sees, in their case, they are. Yeah, but not, not, every, not every German soldier would be there believing what... Like, yeah, but they're still, they're still, you know. In their, in their minds, they're the good guys. Uh, it's all about perception. It so is, it, all, of course it is. But in that case, we can't say everything because otherwise it's like big spoiler. But in that case, if she doesn't fight them, then there will be like nobody to save anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't think she's happy killing them. Mm. But, you know. I mean, it's part of her character as well. She sees everything in, she sees everything in black and white. So for her, there's always like a good and an evil. And, um, and I, think, I think by the end of this film, it's also kind of, she kind of loses her naivety. So it's like she realizes that the world isn't like that. Mm. And it's not, it's not all about one evil person. It's just, you know, humanity has good people and bad people. But that's and what, people in between. But this was interesting because she comes from like an idea of like she comes from the Greek mythology where everything was um, decided by gods. Even like there was not such a thing as like a personal opinion for humans in Greek mythology. There always a god whispering in your ears what you have to do and what you don't have to do and what you're gonna do next. So that's that's the mindset that she has, and then she she's kind of like meeting this new world, this modern world that she doesn't know, where actually it's not you know gods, but they're still there apparently. But it, you know it's just like they they move people in a different way because you know it. It's, I, the thing is that you can't say that much, but it's yeah. like. It is really interesting because, like, for someone that really likes like Greek mythology or that studied, uh, you can't really see and remember how much it's it's, it's so interesting. And, I mean, it's, it's so it's, I mean, this, it's really frustrating. Well, no, <laughs> but it's, spoiler. This, this in, in my in my mind, the reason why I really wanted you to see this film was in particular out of all the comic book movies you could see, it's because actually I think this one I, I thought before this one would speak to you a lot more. Than, than any other. To me. Yeah. Because, as you said, you're very interested in Greek mythology and also it's a very, you know, it's a very important, I think, film in terms of, um, from, from the feminist aspect, from the feminist point of view. I think this is, this, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I know people probably disagree with me, but this is an important film. I really do think it is. I think yeah, it, it, is, marks, it marks a new, I mean, even, even if people didn't like it as much as I did or felt that it doesn't really represent this, I really do feel that this is um, this marks a new time in big blockbuster comic book films because before this, a lot of I really wanted to do well because um, one of there is a very famous email uh, leak from I can't remember which studio it probably was DC probably was DC Studios maybe Sony can't remember but basically these male execs executives saying that uh, they're not going to make female superhero movies because they don't make money. And that's and they brought up films like Catwoman, um, which with uh, Halle Berry, which is just an awful movie. The yeah, the reason that movie didn't make any money isn't because it was a, a movie about Catwoman that was led by a woman. 
It was because it was a bad film. Yeah, and also... And Electra was the other one, which is just as bad as well. The thing about Catwoman is that he has... It's just a very sexualized, like. Yeah. Um, that was just like an S and M. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. film was just awful. It's, so it's, bad. It's, was I don't. Just I bad. don't think you can make anything about Catwoman anymore because it's just so. Uh, it's such a stereo, stereo, stereotype well, no, now. I, I, don't, I, I disagree because they they did something very interesting with Catwoman in um, the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, you haven't. You probably haven't seen that, but that was with Anne Hathaway. And that's she's less sexual. I mean, she still is sexualized, but she's less like she's not going around in a gimp suit like like, <laughs> like, hey, like <laughs> Halle Berry is in the in that yeah. film. And then there's Electra, which is just a badly made movie with a poor script. And it, so this, I really hope that this changes people's uh, views and opinions on female-led, not just superhero movies, but female-led blockbusters. Mm. And also we I, need th- more I think of them. I think it's, it is kind of, because of course she's wearing like the Wonder Woman classic yeah. kind of like so she's not very dressed. But <laughs> I still think she's not she's not sexualized really in the movie. No, no, she, she doesn't she doesn't become a sexual object. No, and that's all. that's that's also important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but one one thing that we were listening to is uh, <laughs> a lot of people on Fox News banging on about how Wonder Woman is no longer like they they don't make her an American icon, so she's not wearing the the red, white, and blue. I don't understand why should she, should I know, she be and an I American icon? I thought that icon? was absolutely ridiculous. Since and it, when she's American, she's not American. <laughs> she's from she's an Amazonian. <laughs> I mean, she does in in the comic books. She does take on the American flag and she does become an American icon, but. That's not. That's no longer necessary. It's also, like it's not she's played by an Israeli actress. It, she's she's called Wonder Woman. She's open. You know, any she she could represent any country. Why should she represent America? And also, she the movie's not even like in America. Like no, she's ba- she's based in the Louvre. She's <laughs> based in the Louvre. She's, yeah. she's based in Paris. So she could wear the red, white, and blue, but of France. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or UK. And she speaks French in the movie as well. Oh, she speaks many languages in the movie. She speaks, actually, I thought, I thought before this, I thought Gal Gadot could speak French. But after having heard that, I don't think she can. Maybe she can, she just, have a, she yeah, just has a really I, strong I, I thought, accent. I thought, she, I thought she could. I, I, Why? I could have, because I think I heard her speak French when I was working at Melty. And uh, I, think, I, think she, I think she did speak French. I don't know. But she speaks a lot of, a lot of languages, and that's one of her kind of not gifts but one of her abilities is she can so I think she represents kind of the the world really she's a she's a world icon she's a, a feminist icon as well she's lots of different things she doesn't just have to be American yeah well, yeah but American always want everybody to yeah I mean they have Captain them. America even Captain America now is kind of leaning away from that you can see his suit doesn't really represent the red white and blue of America anymore it's, ba- it's more blue actually then, um, but uh, yeah, so then um, there's the second question they didn't ask you. What stood out for you? Mm, uh, probably I didn't expect it to be such a pretty movie. Yeah, so probably that. Even though, I mean, she's great and he's great, just fine. But yeah, the, I think the picture is, is really, is really, it's really, 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 in the beginning of the yeah. film yeah by the end it kind of loses it a bit yeah but it's kind of like it's kind of like the especially when she comes to London and she <laughs> says this place is hideous which <laughs> I thought was I mean, quite funny no, but I London actually, in the first world War probably was pretty hideous yeah I mean if you come from a, 
I mean, I'm sorry, but if you if you come from a a place, I'm not going to name names, but well, as the south be- of Italy, no, <laughs> <laughs> as beautiful as the island where she was, you probably you would probably think that London this anywhere would be ugly. Yeah, basically. any city would be ugly. Yeah, uh, but that that's Grey another. That was another. Rainy. <laughs> yeah. Especially London. <laughs> that was another another aspect about the film that I really enjoyed was when she came to London and was. Op- you know opened up to all these <laughs> like you know having basically going well how can these women fight in these outfits it's awful you know they're, they're all constrained they can't do yeah. anything they can't move and there are many she tries something like 200 different outfits before she can find one that she's happy actually wear to wear and it's actually quite a conservative outfit as well yeah but yeah. i mean at that time women didn't have, didn't even have the right to vote so yeah exactly and that, that's mentioned uh, in the film as well with uh, it's a uh, I can't remember her name. The actress, the actress in the office that uh, comes up. She's uh, Steve Trevor's assistant. Yeah, and uh, Lucy Davis. Basic, her name. Basically, can you imagine she comes from <coughs> an island ruled by women when yeah. men don't even exist? Yeah. And women are warrior, and you know. And, and there, there are many, there are many um, moments where, like for instance, one Diana Prince, as she's called at that point walks into this big meeting just full of men yeah. and they all immediately kind of go well who's this woman why is there a woman yeah, here they kind of stop talking yeah but and that's the time you know that's the time and that's how it yeah. was but it's it's, crazy. It's, it's it's good to see because she can't even understand what's happening you know yeah and she, she, she just she doesn't she doesn't really see it in terms of like sex does she she just thinks that everyone should be able to help in any way they can yeah and also for her men didn't even exist yeah, exactly. where so, she's from so yeah and there's also there's also a uh, quite a funny scene between um, Steve Trevor and, and Diana when they're in the boat leaving the island don't spoil too much well it's, it's just it's just there's a quite it's a funny, funny scene funny about, about men and women sleeping together don't tell it's just there's there I'm gonna fun, cut this. There's, no, I'm not. There, there's funny <laughs> stuff in the film between the two of them. There's yeah. uh, there's a really there's a really good dynamic actually between and the if two. You, if you think about it, she comes from a place where men don't exist, and it's such a it's a paradise, and mm. everybody's happy, and everybody everybody's <laughs> like, you know, uh, hanging on hanging out together, like perfectly fine, and and then she comes to a world lead by men, and it's a mess. So imagine in her head, it's like, oh my god. No, it's, that's definitely true. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, she makes it quite clear that nobody really needs men. <laughs> yeah, and that, but she, she also ends up, like, she, she ends up kind of uh, leading this troop of men. Quite a bizarre kind of, they're all misfits, aren't they, really? But they all end up following her. And, you know, they, they to begin with, they're kind of like, who, you know, who is this woman? But then they just, they'll follow her into anything by the end. And it just proves that, yeah, I think that it's people are willing to change I suppose and it's like if you um, I, I quite like the dynamic actually between the, the kind of band of misfits one of which is um, Spud from, uh, from uh, T2 so yeah but the thing is that at some point we're going to need a, we're going to need a lead woman that is not as hot as her because otherwise <laughs> because of course they're going to they're going to follow her uh, I don't know. No, uh, yes. Come I'm on. not sure if that's ever going to happen. Just yeah, but that's, that's the, you know, it's, it's, of course they're going to follow her. They saw what she can do because yeah. she's a goddess. And also she's actually a goddess like looking. So. Yeah, but then again, every, every woman in 
from you know from the Amazons is is good looking. Yeah, of course, because that's the point. There's even you even made a point about one one of them the one of the actresses is actually she's a famous model, isn't she? Yeah. And she doesn't have a line yet. She's in the trailer. Her, her one her one scene, yeah. like one moment in the I whole film. I can't see it. I can't say your name, so I'm not gonna say it. But you can't say her name. Not really. Dozen. She, is she? Uh, where's she she's from? Dutch. She's a Dutch model. Yeah. And she's one of the Amazonians. Yeah. Dozen cross. She doesn't have a line. No, she doesn't. But no. she's not an actress. I mean, and also, yeah. I mean, not the Amazon. They don't really talk in the movie. They talk no. like the queen and the and the, and, 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 the, and the chief of yeah. the, um, the general. Yeah, the army. Uh, it's played by they, Robin Wright. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's so good. She's so good in this film. So There's not enough of her, unfortunately. But yeah, well. but yeah, but the other ones, they don't really talk. No, no. Well, it's it's not really about them though. It's no, about, no, no, it's no, about no. the dynamic between the three of them at the beginning. Yeah. And, and but but I mean, yeah, the Amazons are, you know, they're always been described like this perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. This per- and, yeah. It's perfect inside out. Yeah, kind of like warrior. Uh, but yeah, in, uh, I'm I'm hoping that one day we're gonna have a lead female, not hero, but you know, a lead female protagonist actress yeah. that's actually that's leading a group of men or whatever is leading something without being as hot as Meryl now. Streep maybe. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, but Meryl <laughs> Streep will be like yeah, it's great, but Meryl Streep that already is, in the Iron Iron Lady. Yeah, but Meryl Streep is like. You can't, it's, it's, it's like out of like everybody's, you, everybody's league, league yeah. you know. You so we need like a, a young one. Well, I mean, you've got what you've got Brie Larson coming up next as. Uh, I'm Cap- sorry, Brie Captain Larson Marvel. is not ugly. What are no, you talking she's about? Not. I know this is what I'm saying. So I don't. I'm not sure whether in the comic book world that's ever going to happen because you just look at the way they're drawn, like female. Yeah, but it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have to be a superhero movie. Yeah, but I mean, you, because yeah. in the superhero movie, even the men are not ugly. No. No I mean, one, no one's so, okay. yeah. like, uh, so that's fine. <laughs> but also, so, I mean, we were talking about um, parts of the film that stood out. You said the visual aesthetic. For me, I think it would be Wonder Woman herself. I think Not Chris Pine? I thought there was the oh, aesthetics you know, I mean, of Chris Pine was fine. I, I, it's bizarre. I've got, I seem to have a thing for anyone called Chris that's in a bit like Chris Pat, Chris Pine. Chris Pat? Chris Pratt. I can't say anybody's name properly today. Um, but yeah, he's. Uh, I thought he was particularly good as well in this film. But I think it's more about about um, Gal Gadot's performance because it's really, for me, it proves that you don't have to have a big name in order for a film to do well and to reach a large audience. And she doesn't have to be American. And she doesn't have to be American. It's. it's I think it's really. I, I really do think. I, I whoever whoever cast Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, I think just did a superb job. Yeah. Big shout out to yeah. the casting director. Casting dire- actually, big shout, yeah, big ca- shout out to the casting director of all these, because I think the DC films, they're not, they're pro- they're not the best films ever. A lot of them are terrible, but they're very well cast. So, for instance, uh, Margot Robbie in, the, in Suicide Squad cast as, as uh, Harley Quinn, really good casting. She's great in the film. She's the best thing about Suicide Squad, but she's highly sexualized though, highly highly sexualized. But that's again, that's the character. Mm. That's Harley Quinn. But um, no, I think Gal Gadot is definitely, um, for me, the standout of uh, the thing that really stood out about Wonder Woman. So um, what didn't you like about the film, if there was anything? Um, I don't know. Um, Do you want me to say what I didn't like about yeah, the film first? Yeah, yeah. So the, the ending. I, I, didn't, I didn't like the final battle. Why not? 
I thought... Is it too I just, fake looking? It, not yeah. It was. I just have a problem with the way all the DCEU films seem to end, and it's just they all end in just a big fight that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, but in this case, it makes sense because no, no. But I'm saying visually, it doesn't make sense. It's like there's a lot of yeah, fire, there's yeah, lots of gods. dark, and there's lots there's two of gods. So it's you can't. You just really gave everything away. <laughs> yeah, but the, no, but you can. You you learn this at the beginning. So yeah, yeah. But, but um, I mean is going to have to be like fireworks you know because I don't uh, think so I think because I, I think you need to watch Doctor Strange because no, the way Doctor to, Strange ended you need ended. to read more Greek mythology then because you know, that's the whole the whole thing is about you know I mean I yeah. think we have two different perspectives because I, I look at the movie in, with a more I know more about Greek mythology and you know more about films so in this case, it's a bit like... That's how it works. That's, that's how this dynamic yeah. works. You bring everything back to Greek mythology. <laughs> no, but it was... It's, I mean, you, the, you expect it to be, like, spectacular, you know? Yes, yes. No, you're right. But the, this sort of thing has been done so many times before. I would like to have seen something different. Yeah, Just wow. visually different. Just not, not, all, not all CGI. Not, not in such a dark environment. Not, I mean... Just take Do you it want them to fight on like uh, take it back on, to the on island? The moon take it back the... to the island, no, the Amazonian island. No, otherwise they're gonna fuck up all the island. I don't oh, want them to fuck up the podcast. Well, <laughs> it's fine. That's the first one on the podcast. Um, no, actually, not the first. I think you've sworn before on the podcast. I'm, I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> you but probably didn't, but no, I did. I try not to. But uh, no, I mean, I, I just that's that's something for me that I felt. Uh, it's just per- it's just personal. I've seen a lot of these comic book movies and they all seem to end in the same way even for instance Iron Man was, was one of the films that really I think changed the way these films these comic book movies were made forever but even that ended in just a massive fight and it's, it's like I liked the way they changed things slightly with, um, with Doctor Strange it was a very different kind of way of doing it it was still a fight but you need to watch it there's still a, it was still a fight, but it was very, it was very interest, it was done in an interesting way. There wasn't so much carnage. Well, there was, but yeah, there's a reason for it. Um, I think it could have been Guardians worse. of the Galaxy even tried to do things slightly differently, although that actually did end up in a big fight as well. All these films just end up in a great big brawl at the end. Yeah, but that's kind of what people. Although Captain America want. did it differently because it ends in a fight, but there's a reason for it. Um, there is a reason for the fight there as well, and actually, I thought I think it w- would could have been much more like, you know, messed up the fight. Like it could have been more, much more, like in the middle of like a village and like killing all everybody. I yeah. think the killing was there was some killing, but not as much as I'd be interested. I'd be interested to find out how many people Wonder Woman actually kills in this film because I bet you it's pretty high, the kill rate. Mm, probably. Yeah, but um, so. Finally, let's let's see. This is the question I, I asked you that, to prepare for this one this time. But uh, if you were to give a vocal rating for Wonder Woman, what would that be? Did you tell me to prepare for this? I did. I did tell you to prepare for it. Um, hmm. It will be like, oh, dog, I don't know. It's the first time I don't know the vocal rate. Really? I know. Yeah, it's the first time. I usually know the vocal rate straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it would be probably like hmm. uh, you came up I can't remember what you did last time but you did come up with something quite good for the for the rating of this of this film a vocal rating damn I think it's hmm. 
But what, what I'm, what I'm going to do for my vocal rating, I'm just going. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to sing it because if I sing it, that'd be weird. But I'm going to put the Wonder Woman theme tune that specifically developed for this film and that was heard in Batman vs Superman. Oh, it's the guitar yeah. one, you know, the. Dun, dun, dun. It's because it's really good, and yeah. I think it actually. It's a very good rating as well because it's that kind of film. You know, it's it's a fun, punchy movie, and yeah. it's um, it's I think quite heavy as well, like not heavy but in a good way. You know, quite yeah. hard, like hard hitting, and um, I think that'd be perfect. So I'm going to put that my vocal rating in now. <laughs> that was it <laughs> the magic of editing <laughs> um, yeah so I mean I think finally we'll, we'll say that uh, it's a big thumbs up from me and I think you as well yeah Yeah. so Wonder Woman definitely the best film I don't like hyperbole but I'm going to say it the best film in the DCEU so far of this new kind of post Nolan-esque uh, I think it's probably the best film we saw since Logan Really? You preferred it to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? It's different. Ah. I think I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was fun. Was yeah. really fun. Ah, wait. Because I really liked The Handmaiden. Well, yes, but in terms of uh, comic book movies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I think <coughs> Logan's a more... I don't, I don't know. I think there's something about Logan that I just... I had... I, I, said, I was crying Logan. at Logan. I said since Logan. Since Logan. I mean, this film as well, there are a few tears that, you know... I did I did cry a bit. I did tear up did a bit. You? I did. Oh I did. God. No, I tend I to do that all the time anyway. I mean, I cried. <laughs> I, I was floods of tears during Arrival. That film really moved me. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, a bit... What, what? That was mm. last year, though. That was last year. Lo- Logan as well. Uh, Logan definitely made me tear up, but that's yeah. because of the whole kind of... Yeah, Logan it was, was like good. The, there's, there's been, it was an important kind of moment in comic book film history, you know, it, with it being Hugh Jackman's last performance as, uh, as Wolverine and, and arguably his best. So well. sad. But yeah, but um, as we said before, a definite thumbs up from us for Wonder yeah. Woman. If go you have watch time, it. go and see it. I'm not sure if we'd recommend seeing it in IMAX. You could very easily uh, see it, watch it. Uh, yeah. on a, I mean, just as long as it's a big screen, doesn't matter. We yeah. had to watch it also in IMAX at the moment. It's in M3D. IMAX 3D. And this, I just have massive problems about watching anything in 3D. Yeah. They, it cuts everything off. It makes everything darker and just not as fun. It gives you a massive headache afterwards. It does give you. And also, I wear glasses. And if you wear glasses, putting glasses on top of glasses yeah. is not very, not very uh, comfortable. They should come up with like something that you can put up on they your glasses. Just, they you should know? just stop making films in 3D. I don't. I I, th- I think pe- some people like it, like it, but I, don't I really who, don't. I honestly, I haven't met anybody that likes three D. No, me neither. But I mean, I'm if, guessing. if you do, if you do like three D and if you're listening, then then maybe write in. <laughs> I think I think some some movies are probably made with like I don't know when you have a big like tsunami or something like that, but in this case, I mean, I don't I don't need to see bullets coming come towards yeah. me you there, know? I mean there was one film that I watched in 3D that um, I suppose uh, there was Gravity I, I saw in 3D which IMAX 3D which is very you, I think you needed to watch that in IMAX 3D mm. there was also um, The Life of Pi which was uh, very different a very different uh, approach to 3D but anyway um, I think that'll about do it from us yep. if you if you liked the show and uh, want to read and listen to more then go and find sm- small screen there's a blog so it's small screen at uh, .co.uk 
and uh, uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook. On Twitter, we're at, at SmallScreenGB, and on Facebook, we're at SmallScreenUK. And thank you very much for listening. That's goodbye from me. Thank you. Goodbye. Is it goodbye from Alessia? Yeah, there is a baby, so I have to go. <laughs> That's like Wonder Woman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>